Mario Canseco is joining us now. Mario Canseco from a research company here in Vancouver with a couple of Canadian surveys in the wake of Canada Day. Mario, good morning. Thanks for being with us again today. Good morning, Sterling. Great to be here with you. Well, I got a couple of things and only a limited amount of time. So I want to do the thing on pride in Canadian institutions. And if we have time, you're testing the waters on photo radar again, too. But at Canada Day, just a couple of days ago and on Canada Day, you released a very interesting poll about pride in Canadian institutions and features. Tell us what features and institutions you identified and why. And then tell us what people said. Well, we have been asking this question since 2008, uh, rating 12 different things, and it's essentially asking Canadians whether they feel proud of them. And this year was different from the rest, uh, because we see a little bit of a drop on most of the things that we rate, uh, and also some severe fluctuations by age and gender. So definitely a very different uh, way of looking at the country this Canada Day than in years past. Okay, and the numbers that we're about to hear, are, are they're all dropping from when? Last year's survey then, right? From last year, but on, in, in, in some cases, it's, it's something that has been shifting for a while. Uh, we only had two things uh, that had the same or better rating this year. One of them was hockey at 66%. Part mm. of this is Quebec, because we have a lot of people who are very proud of the Montreal Canadiens, and they were essentially right. pushing the numbers up. Uh, indigenous culture is at 62%, which is where it was back in 2020. But everything else that we rated is down from last year. Uh, okay, so with, the, with only two categories on the uptick, hockey, and what was the other one, the Canadian flag? Uh, in Indigenous culture, the the, okay. the the flag is number one at 77%. It's the one thing that generates the, 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 the most pride from Canadians. Now, we could look at this and say, well, 77% is a great number. But it used to be at 86%. It used to be uh, at 93% one year. Mm -hmm. So this is definitely a drop when it comes to the way Canadians are looking at the flag. And, and if you're looking at significant drops in terms of public popularity and Canadian institutions that typically would make us feel proud, I got to say, is the Canadian Armed Forces on your list? Yes, it, this is usually ranked in the top five. And this year it's ranked number three at 67%. Uh, what is quite striking is that uh, in 2019, it was at 89%. So we're talking right. about a 22-point drop in a couple of years. Now, this is understandable if we look at what has happened over the past few months. Uh, most of the discussions that we've had about the armed forces have revolved around misconduct, yes. uh, people quitting at the highest ranks. Um, we go back to the surveys we conducted in 2008, 2009, and the numbers are significantly higher because we were still involved in many peacekeeping operations. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, It hasn't been a good year, essentially, to be proud of the armed forces when you compare it with other years. Well, that, that part doesn't surprise me. They've just suffered an absolute spate of negative headlines. And, uh, and you know, I mean, can you break things down in terms of what age groups or what regional areas are more supportive of different things than others? And I'm curious about the armed forces. Is there an age group that uh, still sees it as being more popular than perhaps other age groups? Were you able to determine that? Yes, this is one of the issues where uh, Canadians over the age of 55 uh, are definitely prouder uh, of the armed forces. 73%, we compare it with 67% with middle-aged Canadians, and only 60% uh, for Canadians aged 18 to 34. So definitely younger Canadians looking at other things as, uh, as uh, institutions and features 
that elicit pride. In fact, if you look at the 18 to 34 demographic exclusively, number one on the list is multiculturalism with 69% higher than the Canadian flag, higher than the armed forces, higher than the healthcare system. Interesting. The healthcare system, here we are, we're still in it, mind you, we're, uh, we appear to be on the, on the upside of a, 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 a pandemic that has been a supreme test of the Canadian healthcare system, something that over the years, I'm sure, has registered very high on the pride-o-meter that you people c- conduct every year. What's the status of our appreciation of the healthcare system now? Well, the, the, the number is actually lower than it was last year. Uh, now it's at 66%. And what is really crucial when we're looking at the healthcare system is to look at the regional breakdowns. The numbers are definitely higher in places like Ontario at 73%, here in British Columbia at 68%, but they drop in Quebec to 58%. And this has been consistent since we've been asking this question. Uh, there's a tendency from respondents in Quebec do not really feel that proud about the healthcare system, regardless of the situation that it's facing. If we were asking the question without Quebec, the national average would be closer to 75%. The problem uh-huh. is that Quebec is the one that brings it down because we don't have a lot of support for the healthcare system in that province. Similar situation happens with the monarchy, very low ranked at 34% nationally, but in Quebec it goes all the way to 29%. Aha. Okay. So is that, and uh, by the sounds of things, the monarchy in terms of those 12 items that you ask Canadians about year after year, the monarchy is at the bottom of the list? It's at the bottom of the list. And this has been consistent for the past few years. Only 34% of Canadians say that they feel proud of the monarchy. A little bit higher with women at 37% and also with those over the age of 55 But the reality is uh, there is no part of the country uh, where a majority of residents is proud. Uh, The only province that has the name British in its name, (laughs) BC, 44%. But it drops to the 30s in all other regions of the country, and then it comes down to 29% in Quebec. Now, it hasn't been a fantastic year for the monarchy either. No No trips. We had the interview with Oprah with the Sussexes. Uh, yeah. In a lot of discussions about the role of the monarchy because of what has been happening in the country over the past few months. So as the discussions about succession continue, uh, maybe we'll see the monarchy dropping lower because we've seen how the rating uh, for Queen Elizabeth is in the 80s. But the rating for Prince Charles, who would be the next monarch, is in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. I wanted to ask you about the Canadian economy, too, because that would be a reflection of our optimism about what we're going to do next as we all sort of collectively shake, give ourselves a shake and get ready for what's next. What, are we, what, what did you find out about our attitudes towards the Canadian economy? Well, this one was also quite eye-catching because uh, we've seen the numbers for the Canadian economy climbing uh, higher than 70% in some uh, moments that we've done this survey. And this year it's at 49%, so just barely under half of Canadians who say they are proud of the Canadian economy. I've asked this survey in 2008 and 2009 at the height of the global financial crisis, Mm -hmm. and the numbers were significantly higher. So uh, what this really shows is that there's a lot of people who aren't really that confident that the economic recovery that we require after COVID-19 is going to happen quickly. Uh, one of the reasons for this is that it hasn't been really that fair in, uh, when it comes to specific regions. You know, we look at BC, 54% say they are proud of the Canadian economy. You right. look at Alberta, only 29%. So if we're heading mm-hmm. into an election, we're heading into an election with people who are not quite saying that everything's fantastic when it comes to financial management. 
Interesting stuff. And that, that's why I wanted to go there because it would really, it would represent, uh, attitudes as much as anything else. Mario, I, I want to just very quickly, and I've only got a couple of minutes, but I, you, you've done surveys as well this week about the return of photo radar. And there's lots of chat, of course, uh, about it. Uh, what's the sentiment? And we've, this is certainly not the first go around with photo radar or intersection cameras. Call them what you will in this province. We've been going back and forth on this one for decades. What's the latest? Well, we've seen consistently uh, that uh, more than two-thirds of British Columbians are supportive of the practice of having uh, what they call speed-on-grid intersection cameras. So this is essentially your red-light camera capturing cars uh, that are speeding through intersections. This year, it's 71% who support it, 20% who don't. So it's uh, quite clear that there's a high level of support for this. Now, the main problem that we're having is not every red light camera has been retrofitted to allow uh, for the capturing of vehicles who are speeding. Uh, We have about 140 cameras that are used for red lights, but only 35 that have been retrofitted. So the level of support is there, but it's a very costly endeavor for the province. Okay, so that's perhaps why um, uh, we're not seeing more of it at this point then, Mario? Yes, that is definitely one of the reasons. You know, right now, uh, for instance, in the island, there's only a couple of cameras that can do this. They're both located in Nanaimo. And one uh-huh. of the things that is quite interesting about the survey is the places that don't have it tend to be more supportive of it. If you live in northern BC, if you live in the island, if you live in the Fraser Valley, you're more likely to say, I want these cameras in my community. Uh, whereas people in Metro Vancouver, where most of these cameras have been placed, uh, are not as convinced, even though we still see 68% of Metro Vancouverites who think that this is a good idea. Interesting stuff. If, if you if you live in an area where they don't have them, hey, what a great idea, <laughs> as long as they're not actually in my town. That, that's kind of funny. Mario, thank you for this. Always a pleasure to have you on, taking the pulse of British Columbians and Canadians and sharing them with us. A pleasure once again, sir. It's my pleasure, Sterling. Thank you. There's a Mario Canseco from Research Company, and his website is researchco.ca, and you can find the uh, speed enforcement cameras and the Pride in Canadian Institution surveys right there at researchco.ca. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.